What do we do here? Sir? What is our purpose, the grit? On our Vala 6? I open the question to the room. What do we do in this building? Why are we here? Anyone? We're here to further security objectives by collecting intelligence, providing useful analysis, and conducting effective covert action, sir. Very good, Dedra. That is verbatim from the ISB mission statement and wrong. Security is an illusion. You want security? Call the Navy. Launch a regiment of troopers. We are health care providers. We treat sickness. We identify symptoms. We locate germs, whether they arise from within or have come from the outside. The longer we wait to identify a disorder, the harder it is to treat the disease. Do you understand my meaning, Regret? Yes, sir. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. So today, guys, you have just me. I'm sorry. No destiny today, but it's okay because we are talking about Endor, and I know we are now four episodes behind, but we're going to kind of recap episode one through three and episode four, and it's going to be great because this show is awesome, and anybody who says otherwise is crazy. So, episode one through three, yes, is a, is a little slow, but it's trying to build you into the world that it is. I like the approach that they're taking with this character. We already know his how his story ends. We don't have to know, you know, we don't have to know how his story ends because we already know it. So they're taking that time that they would generally build build his character development into what later becomes his ending. We get to see his beginning, which I really enjoy because the fact that we we rarely get that in cinema nowadays. And it is nice that we're getting to see this. We're getting to see what brought Andor to this position in his life and why he is here. So, ultimately, yes, they're slow. But I understand why they're slow. And it's very good. So, pretty much the biggest takeaways from Andor is Andor has killed two, I think they're uh, POV officers, or, or POD, I may be saying that wrong. He has killed two officers, uh, one by accident, one in cold blood, and he is now fleeing. Uh, he fled back to his home and, and actively trying to get away from there, and he strikes a deal with an ex-girlfriend that will that has contacts to what we know as the early development of rebellion. I I'm I think his name is Luthen is the guy's name is the one who comes. He's awesome. I mean he really I, I really I think I'm enjoying his character more than I am Andor at the moment. He is just a very He's a very developed character, I guess is the best way to put it. He feels like he is stepping into this role that he's been playing his whole life. And I really enjoy that. I think that's so cool. So, at the end of the episode three, the deal falls through because this police force has come and tried to... Try to capture Andor, which in my opinion, they take on a little aggressively. They have no concrete evidence that Andor is the one who killed him, killed anybody. But other than the hearsay of 
you know, of the one lady that worked at the bar or the nightclub, however you want to put it for sensor purposes, she, you know, confirms them, but she doesn't confirm, she wasn't there when he pulled the trigger. She doesn't know. So they, they're really going all in to get Andor and take him in when there's no confirmation that it was him that did this. I mean, we know it was him, but they don't. So, that kind of wraps up the first three episodes. There's not a lot of information that you need from it. It's just kind of showing you how Andor gets into the position with the Rebellion, or what will become the Rebellion, and kind of what just kind of how he gets to start in it and we get a little couple of glimpses of his childhood so i'm curious to see where we're going to keep blossoming from here so that brings us to episode four and as you heard in the clip opening this episode the empire is here the empire has returned and we get to see the white suit form of the empire which is supposedly supposed to keep up, upkeep security, and we find out that they are not. They they are essentially a front man, I guess is the best way to put it. They, I mean, they are. They are hiding everything. But we get to see Coruscant again. We get to see Coruscant out of everything that I thought we would see in the beginning of the series. Coruscant was not one of them. I knew Coruscant was coming at one point because we saw the Great Hall and everything in trailers. But this early in the episode, we got to see Mon Mothma. Then we see that Luthen, you know, doing his double agent stuff. He His front shop is a shop that sells antiques, which in my opinion... I feel like would eventually be taken over by Thrawn because who better yet to house all these antique art pieces other than Thrawn himself. And on top of that, one of the pieces he wanted so bad from Rebels, Hera's family heirloom, there's a, a Twi'lex, another Twi'lex family, and it may be Hera's, sitting in this collection along with what we can only assume is Jango Fett's armor and the reason I say we assume it's Jango Fett's armor is because of the 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 straight Beskar look of it. Which, at this point in time, I don't think Beskar... I know Beskar was around, but Beskar wasn't particularly known yet. And we know Jango... Well, we find out in the book of Boba Fett that Jango's armor was Beskar. So, it wasn't the Duraplastic, I think is what they call it in there which is what the stormtroopers armor is made of so and it's too early for mando so we can only assume that it's jango fett's because at this point in time this would have been the only other mandalorian that we would have known about that would have the chess piece like that um in live action at least i mean it could it could be any mandalorians because of the chess piece but it, just a cool easter egg we also get we we get several Easter eggs. There is a Jedi and a Sith holocron sitting in the room when Luthan and Mon Mothma is talking about what to go further. We also get to there's there's so much in this scene that we get Easter eggs on. 
So we see Galen Merrick's, aka Star Killers, armor also in this, which is huge. I mean, I understand that it is there. There, it's just an Easter egg, but it could be canon, and that the thought that it could be canon is mind blowing because this character, if you don't know much about this character, this character was Darth Vader's apprentice and in several video game series. So be, being that he is showing that his armor exists and they could rule it off as it's anybody's armor. But this this guy is so powerful. I mean more powerful than Luke. This is George Lucas said that this guy would be what Luke would be if he was trained by Darth Vader instead of Obi-Wan. He is so powerful. He he gives Vader a hard run for his money. So that's that's big that we got e- that Easter egg. I mean, there's a ton of Easter eggs. We also see what we th- I'm pretty sure is um oh, I'm I'll think of his name literally while I'm listening back to this. But it's the Jedi that actually saves that saves Ahsoka and brings her in. And, oh, I can't remember his name. I'll think of it in a minute, but it's his face piece. We also, with Mom Moffa, we see her go back to her house, and she's looking at the dinner party reservation. And she, as she's looking over the names, we see the name of Palpatine's assistant, I guess you could say, the 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 bald woman that walks around with him all the time. Apparently, she is telekinetic. And she was supposedly the only one that actually knew that Palpatine was a Sith Lord because of that. So, we may get to see her in this next episode for this dinner party. So, I guess coming out of this episode, I mean, I'm super excited. Even though it was a very politically heavy episode, I'm really excited about it. I think the thing I'm most excited about is... It's no doubt that we're going to see Palpatine in this, but I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him, and I'm curious when he's going to show up. Is he going to show up at this dinner date, or is he? Is it going to be just a you know we're just going to hear him talking and we're just going to see him from afar, or are we going to get up and close to personal with him? I want to see him. I almost want to see him more than I want to see Darth Vader in this series. As of right now, at least, I want to see Vader, but with with no other, you know, lightsaber wielding people at the moment, I think it would be an unfair game for for any of them. Really, I do kind of hope we see some Inquisitors because the Inquisitors would be just getting, you know, fired up and everything. It's we could definitely see some Inquisitors. And I think if we do, that would be great. I hope they're done better than they are in Kenobi. Um, I kind of hope they stick with two brand new, you know, two brand new Inquisitors that we haven't seen yet. Uh, instead of trying to bring some from animation to lie. Because here's my opinion on it. They did a good job with Soka. They did a good job with several people. But the issue of bringing characters that has always been shown in animation and then all of a sudden bringing life to them and give them giving them a 
live action persona, it makes it very difficult for people like me that grew up watching Ahsoka and the Clone Wars series to see anything other than the animated version of her. So watching her in Mandalorian, it it's not that it's off-putting, but it doesn't seem... It, it, I haven't accepted yet that that's Ahsoka. And that's how I feel about it, which I'm excited to see the live-action version of Hera and, um, and Ezra and everybody from the Rebels team. But I, I'm curious how it's going to be done. Because it's not kicking a dead horse here, but they Disney has let me down on on the Inquisitors already by how they portrayed them in Kenobi. The Grand Inquisitor looked nothing remotely close to what he was supposed to look like. He didn't even look like his species that we have seen already in the Star Wars universe. Reva was just a humanoid. You know, there wasn't anything special about her. The fifth brother was essentially lazy. He didn't do anything. He was nothing like he was in the show in Rebels. And he was not an angry, you know, angry, rage-filled monster, essentially. So, it's disappointing. And I hope they portray it better. They have an opportunity to redeem themselves here. And I don't know how many more times they can take a big ale. But I don't personally think they can afford to take a loss on this series. So, I hope it does great. I hope y'all are enjoying it because I'm enjoying it so far and I'm really enjoying the political parts of it. So, I apologize to everybody about the disappointing efforts on our part for releasing content. Work has just been extremely busy for both of us and we have been working a lot of additional hours at our day jobs. So, it's cut in heavily to the time that we can watch and record things um, because unless you do this stuff, it is time-consuming, especially on stuff like this and House of Dragon and Rick and Morty, when your content you watch is 30 minutes to an hour, and then you spend 15 to 30 minutes recording, and then that same time doubled to edit. So it does take time, and it's very time-consuming, especially when you're trying to cover four to five series like we are at the moment even though we've we've dropped a couple off just to to save ourselves so i'm happy that everybody understands and we would love to hear from you reach out and contact us and leave a review if you like the show if even if you don't like the show leave a five-star review and then tell us why you don't like it but just please tell us why you don't like it because that helps us to improve and we need to improve so Thank you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Please like, follow, and share wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to leave us a review and check us out on TikTok at the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Peace out, nerds.